Welcome to the Daily Lenten devotional podcast from the First United Methodist Church of Fort Worth. This is the second Tuesday in Lent. Almighty God, by the power of your Holy Spirit, open our eyes, ears, hearts, and very lives to your presence, so that today we may worship and serve you in faithfulness, be blessing and healing reminders of your love to all whose lives we touch. We offer our prayers in the name of Christ. Amen. Matthew, chapter 10, verses 16 through 42. Look, I'm sending you as sheep among wolves. Therefore be wise as snakes and innocent as doves. Watch out for people, because they will hand you over to councils and they will beat you in the synagogues. They will haul you in front of governors and even kings because of me, so that you may give testimony to them and to the Gentiles. Whenever they hand you over, don't worry about how to speak or what you will say, because what you can say will be given to you at that moment. You aren't doing the talking, but the Spirit of my Father is doing the talking through you. Brothers and sisters will hand each other over to be executed. A father will turn his child in. Children will defy their parents and have them executed. Everyone will hate you on account of my name, but whoever stands firm until the end will be saved. Whenever they harass you in one city, escape to the next, because I assure you that you will not go through all of the cities of Israel before the human one comes. Disciples aren't greater than their teacher, and slaves aren't greater than their master. It's enough for disciples to be like their teacher and slaves like their master. If they have called the head of the house Beelzebub, it's certain that they will call the members of his household by even worse names. Therefore, Don't be afraid of those people, because nothing is hidden that won't be revealed, and nothing secret that won't be brought out into the open. What I say to you in the darkness, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, announced from the rooftops. Don't be afraid of those who kill the body, but can't kill the soul. Instead, be afraid of the one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Aren't two sparrows sold for a small coin? But not one of them will fall to the ground without your father knowing about it already. Even the hairs of your head are all counted. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Therefore, everyone who acknowledges me before people, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But everyone who denies me before people, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Don't think that I've come to bring peace to the earth. I haven't come to bring peace but a sword. I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. People's enemies are members of their own households. Those who love father or mother more than me aren't worthy of me. Those who love son or daughter more than me aren't worthy of me. Those who don't pick up their crosses and follow me aren't worthy of me. Those who find their lives will lose them, and those who lose their lives because of me will find them. Those who receive you are also receiving me, and those who receive me are receiving the one who sent me. Those who receive a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Those who receive a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. I assure you that everyone who gives even a cup of cold water to these little ones because they are my disciples will certainly be rewarded. Jesus speaks regularly about the cost of following him. He wants his disciples, both present with him in that moment and his disciples yet to come, 
to understand that following him will often mean rejection and resistance from the surrounding world. He's come to bring change. He's come to bring restoration. He's come to make all things new. And of course, that is going to receive some incredible pushback from people who are very comfortable with the way things are. Thank you very much. He tries to make it clear to those people and to us that this might involve persecution or suffering. He doesn't want us to be surprised. You may be surprised to know that persecution of Christians is not just a relic of the past. Do you realize that today we are in a time where people are regularly made to suffer for their Christian faith? If you don't believe me, just Google it. Google global Christian persecution in this year and you'll be shocked to see the places in which people are made to suffer for following Jesus. As you reflect on this, I invite you to lift up in gratitude if that's not your reality. And as others suffer, join your hearts today with them in prayer that they might know the strength of Christ in their times of trial. Today's reading for reflection is an excerpt from The Incarnation of Thomas Merton by Charles E. Kinsey. Perhaps the peculiar mark of a modern saint is that he or she faces the crisis, the crisis that forms our existence in his or her own life and is therefore driven at least by the desire to experience Christianity in a pristine form beyond the decaying cultural forms that no longer serve to bring us to conversation. There is about such a life a minimum of self-betrayal. Let us close in prayer, praying together for the world, for our church, for our loved ones, for ourselves, and for all who do not yet know God's love and grace. For it is on our Lenten journey of reflection and focus that we pray the words that Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.